Hey YouTube, James Baker here. Some very high energy today. I have a great caller from Romania who set up his own LLC and has questions about uh, the reporting, the taxes, the accounting, and how he can manage it. He does advertising and he does um, runs campaigns and things for his clients, personal services, and he started a new brand in, in Romania where he's from and has a lot of great questions. So we'll get through that today. And I think you'll enjoy the call. Let's just jump right to it. Hey, how are you? Hey, give me one second to sure put this in. Remus, hey. right? Yeah, Remus, you got it right. How are you? I'm doing great. Nice to uh, nice to speak with you today. How are you doing? Well, amazing since I established my LLC in the States, to be honest. <laughs> Great. So um, I, I checked out the notes a little bit. You're from Canada, right? Uh, from Romania, actually, Eastern Europe. Oh, okay. It's uh, On the notes, it said can Canadian buying is, real, is properties. Are you buying uh, properties? Maybe no, that's... I oh, that's think, a different one. That's a different one. Yeah, Hold it's on. a different one. Yep. <laughs> I put some notes in there for uh, stocks, so I, I was more interested in stocks rather than houses for now. <laughs> no, I have I have a call. My my team is taking the other call. My bad. Uh, okay, so this is you're in Romania. You have an LLC. You have advertising, consulting, memberships, and you want to do investments. Okay, a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff going on. So, um, tell me about your business. What, what's going on? Yeah, so short background info. So I established it in March 21. I'm speaking strictly of the LLC now. Uh, I got my EIN late April sometime and immediately I started moving all the business that I had on my Romanian company on the LLC. So basically all the business is done there now. Uh, the company that I have, it's, an, it's a marketing agency after all. This is the main, this is the basis of it. And I'm also doing consulting for some of my clients, but most of them as of right now are done for you services and are usually clients from the United States, like 90% of them. Okay. And I also have like, because we're a marketing agency and we sometimes have a lot of time on our plates, <laughs> we create in-house projects. And one of these projects was actually creating a fitness product and creating a brand around that fitness product which is targeted as of right now solely to, it's an ebook and it's targeted solely to Romanian customers. Okay. So that's going through the LLC as well. Okay. Uh, so this is pretty much what the business is. So it's the high ticket clients, which are usually direct depositing into my bank account in the US. And there's the in-house projects, which are smaller clients, obviously like it's a small ticket price there. Romanian clients and they're paying through Stripe and Stripe then deposits into my bank account, obviously. Okay. So this is what happens here. Uh, so I've watched a ton of your videos and I, I love them. Like, I like your channel. I binge watch it <laughs> for the last two months. <laughs> Thanks for supporting the channel. That's awesome. And so for the most part, my understanding is that I don't have to pay any U.S. taxes as long as not, I'm not breaking the ETOB rule. 
Yeah, no effectively it's not, no effectively connected income. And I mean it's all done digitally from Romania, so it's pretty straightforward for you. Okay, yeah. So there's no taxes uh on that one. I as far as I know, I don't have to pay any, any sales tax because that only were physical products in the US. Correct. That's all exactly. It's only on no no sales taxes on services. Okay, perfect. Uh well now getting this out of the way, <laughs> I still have, oh, I have actually one more uh, tax question. Uh, what about personal expenses or, I mean, dividends I know are for C-Corps, so it's not for me, but so for example, I, I, I don't know, I, I go out and uh, withdraw $500 from the ATM for personal stuff. Is that taxable? Is it non-taxable in the U.S.? No, I mean, it's not taxable. It's, it's, it would be like a non-dividend distribution. So it's still a distribution. It's just not a dividend. Uh, so all personal things I would consider distributions when you're doing your accounting. Okay. Right now I'm putting, I, I've made a chart of accounts, which is called LLC personal member expenses and everything that. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. So that's fine. Cool. Um, I have another question here. This wasn't on my list uh, originally because it just happened to me last week. So I'm using Brex and Mercury as my uh, as my banks. And Brex closed my account last week because apparently I don't have a physical operating address in the United States. When I signed up with them, I used my registered agent's address. Yeah. And I found out later that this is not okay to use. Well, the registered agent, they don't, they're not going to forward you, most of them, unless you agree with them beforehand, they're not going to forward your mail or do anything. It's just only for official correspondence from the state. Okay. Uh, they are actually forwarding my mail because I've, I've arranged that with them beforehand. Yeah. Okay. So if you pay them to do that, then yeah. And I've also, so when this happened, that Brex closing my account. Um, so I've also bought from the my registered agent in Wyoming. Sorry, I forgot to mention that. I, I bought a unique address, which gives me a unique suite number inside their office building. Does this qualify for a bank as a physical operating address? Well, you already have a Mercury account, right? Yep. I mean, Brex isn't a bank. Brex isn't, they, you can't, I, I use Brex too. I use I use all the all the stuff. So I have a Brex account too. It's not really a bank. You have to send money there to make cover your expenses. Just an easier way to spend your money, um, for sometimes. So uh, it's not. So what what happens a lot is these entities, these companies, these financial institutions, or whatever these fins, um, financial startups, they want a physical address in the U.S. Just telling, just like. Uh, showing a physical address to them doesn't mean you're doing business in the u.s if you're really not it may, maybe means you're um i don't know it's it show it, maybe you're confusing them you know maybe it's something there but it's not it doesn't mean you're doing business in the u.s but they they might want to see a real physical address i've had issues with our address and in our office before we're in the the top floor of a 33 story building and and they and even with google i'm trying to register and they and they said that it's a shared workspace and they don't register for shared workspace i'm like it's not it's not it's 33 stories of shared workspace it's not it it's a private office so you have to just work with the rules of the institutions you're trying to work with you know they're all different too okay got it 
I was using Brex mostly because I spend a lot of money on advertising and I accumulate a lot of cashback just because I'm spending the same money I was spending anyways. Okay. So yeah, that's one of the main reasons I was working with them. Uh, speaking of which, uh, when I redeem points for cash, because I do that in Brex, how do I put that inside QuickBooks? Because I have no idea. It would be like income, like rewards income. Oh, so just rewards income? Okay. Yeah, or like yeah, some like other income. I'm thinking out of this. Okay, that's super simple. Like coming from Romania, which has like a super complex accountability accounting and law system, is like it's super easy here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh also i have so i'm just basically checking off some of like smaller questions before i get down to stocks um so i know i have to keep receipts and that's like good business practice after all yeah but it's like so for example let's say i i I lose a receipt how big of a problem is if i lose one most of the well I don't know how it is in Romania because you don't pay if you keep operating like this you won't pay taxes in the US so having proof of your receipts doesn't really matter you know if you have a, all income it wouldn't really make a difference from the tax perspective right most of the US and the IRS is run off the bank details you know when you make a, a bank transfer a bank's transaction it says who it's to or what it's for so the receipts would be most important when you're like if you take $500 from an ATM and you want to show it's a business expense, that's when the receipt is most important. But if you pay $500 to, you know, Facebook ads, then you don't really need a receipt as much. You can see what it is. It's pretty clear. Oh, okay. So I was keeping them because obviously when I'm doing personal expenses in Romania, all the receipts are in Romanian. So Well, and they, and they might need, and if you're going to pay taxes in Romania, you might need receipts for that. I don't know. Okay, got it. Uh, no, I don't need them, but I understand what you're trying to say with that. Yeah. Okay. Um, when it comes to, so I've hired a couple of independent contractors. So they're not on the company. They're just independent contractors for me. I have the contract and all that signed with them. Um, what I did so far was just making a direct bank transfer to their account. And that was it. Do they still have to send me invoices or is just like send them the, ma- the money and that's it? So if in the US, if you got an audit and you worked with an auditor and they wanted to see like what was going on, you would show them the transactions and you could show them probably correspondence you had between your, you and the guy to come to your agreements and how much you're paying and whatever. I mean, receipts are easier. Invoices are easier, but you know, it's really facts and circumstances. If it's, if it's, you said you paid a guy for expenses, you wired it to some other guy's account, and then you have a bunch of correspondence between you and this person showing that you are in this agreement together, then, you know, uh, you, you know that's probably enough for in the U.S. Okay. Got it. Um, I also have a question about credit cards here. Is it like only good practice or is mandatory to have a credit card for personal expenses and business expenses on the same company? It's not mandatory to have credit cards. You don't need that at all. You can be credit free. That's perfectly, that's great. Uh, I I know you said you like the points of the credit cards, uh, especially if you're using it just for your advertising and stuff like that, client expenses and things. So 
that's the benefit to having credit cards, but it's not really mandatory. And is it like, uh, should I have one, if I use credit cards or debit cards for that matter, should I have one that's strictly for personal expenses and one for business expenses or doesn't really matter? As long as you do the accounting, right? It doesn't, you can use the same one really. It's for a single member LLC, it's a little bit flexible. You just have okay. to be on top of your transactions. So when you connect it to QuickBooks or whatever accounting software you're using, track it so it, um, track track it so it shows the what's the word uh, what what the expenses are and you can say if this is a distribution or if this is an actual business expense and you can just sort through it. Okay. Um, and do I have to make I don't know, like categorize the when when I uh, withdraw cash out of an ATM, do I have to categorize it? especially in QuickBooks, I was just putting it personal expense, if it was a personal expense. If it's a personal expense, that's fine. Just put them all together, personal expenses, because that's what you would report on your 5472 at the end of the year, is the uh, distributions, personal distributions. Okay, and about the stocks, this is what bugged me the most. Um, so. The thing is that I want, so I have obviously some cash sitting around in my company and I would like for that to be not sitting around and make more money. So I wanted to invest them in some stocks. And I looked into interactive brokers and TD Ameritrade. And I have two questions here. First of all, TD Ameritrade says that a Wyoming LLC has to have at least two members to invest in stocks. Is this a rule among all brokers or is this just TD Ameritrade? You can, you can do TD Ameritrade personally and not through your LLC. It's, it's kind of the same thing, you know? So I, it's probably easier to do it personally instead of using your LLC. Uh, the brokerages are very inconsistent and I've had a lot of problems with all my clients, not all my clients, but with the clients that have asked me for help with this. I have a lot of clients who had problems with the brokerages and like getting, even getting a multi-member LLC open or getting a single member LLC open is tougher. It seems to be interactive brokers is generally easier and using a partnership, a multi-member LLC is makes more sense for them, I guess, as they want to work with us people and you can consider that a us person, but the, yeah, that's what I would say. It's easier to, if you're going to do it for a single member LLC, you might as well just do it in your own name because it'll be easier to open the account. Okay. Uh, I was trying to do it in the LLC name just because it's easier for tax purpose when it comes to Romania. But that's like the main reason why I wanted it like that. Um, it can still be done. You just have to keep working with them. I work at Trade Station too. It's It's crazy that they like, there isn't an easier option for non-residents who want to invest because there's a lot of people that want to do it, but uh, it's just the online systems and these um, brokerages don't make it easy. Okay. Okay. And so if I were to invest in my personal name uh, and using the business debit card to put, to fund the account, it would be a personal expense after all, right? It would be, it would be a distribution. A distribution. Yeah, exactly. And otherwise, if I would set up um, 
an LLC uh, brokerage account, how I would I categorize that? There's other like in investments, you know, it's just another bank account, another account that generates my generate income. Oh, okay. So that's it. Um, let me see what I have here on my list. Cause as I told you, like your channel is golden. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you want, like, if you do what you said and watch all the videos, it's not, there's not a huge breadth of like co content, you know, there's a lot of specific things for each country, but the general principles are pretty straightforward. And then there's, and I have a ton of videos about it. So and I'm still making more as what we're doing now. So, um, most people get a couple, but yeah, if you watch them all, you should have a really good grasp on how this works. Oh yeah, exactly. By the way, if I can help you, like this is off topic. If I can help you with anything when it comes to this, from the perspective of a foreigner who's establishing this LLC, I would be down to it because it's amazing what you're doing. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I mean, whatever you're the advertising guy, whatever you think would be best. I mean, I have most of the people that I work with are people that I've helped they're like non-residents and people that I've helped with companies or tax advice and stuff, or if they're not, I eventually do anyway. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, whatever, whatever, I have a channel in Spanish that I do and this is a channel in English. I'm trying to get on different platforms and stuff, but I'm also very busy with client work. So, you know, it's trying to find that balance. Oh yeah. I know. <laughs> well, okay. I'll think of something and I'll shoot you an email later. Cool. Sure. Always open to it. New ideas. Oh, and I have one more question just popped up in my head. Yeah, what's up? Um, so the fiscal year ends December 31st, right? So everything till then, and I have time to report it until April 15th next year. Yeah. And let's say, let's assume I've had an income of $10,000 on the LLC till the end of the year, and I spent on business expenses $9,000. Does that make the LLC pass through on my personal name only one thousand dollars? Or you know the whole you know what's fun is the disconnect between like how because in the US you don't really have to report what you you're not reporting the income and the expenses on the 5472. All you're reporting is the distributions. So you could like what you report in the US and in Romania could be kind of different you know you could you could say all those expense distributions were expenses let's say you maybe you can call it compensation paid to yourself or something and maybe maybe you can lower the income that way or maybe you leave money more money in the company so that it looks like you have less distributions i don't know the finding there could be maybe you can find a sweet spot of how you report in the u.s and how you report in romania to lower your taxes in romania okay just, just because you're not uh it's hard to word it this way but just because you're not sharing the, the net income with the US on an official form, you can play with it before you send it to Romania. Because uh, a lot of countries in Europe, and I guess outside of the US are only going to see or deal with what you actually transfer to the, co the country, in terms of like wire transfers, everything else they wouldn't know about, and they're not going to aggressively seek. So just something to think about you got to find you got to find the james baker of romania and see what he how they going to advise you on how to do this stuff because I, I don't know all the countries oh yeah i i know i know uh, well there's no james baker in romania unfortunately <laughs> there's nobody it's so niche down here so yeah but uh i've read the law here a lot because it likes on business for over five years now 
So I've been back and forth with the Romanian system for a while. The thing is that in Romania, on a, as a general rule of thumb, you would have to pay taxes on every single income you make, uh, even though you've spent most of it already. So if I made $10,000 and spent $9,000 on business expenses, theoretically, I would still have to pay taxes on the 10K. That's not very good. The rate has to be low then. It's a tax on your gross sales. It's It depends. It's uh, between 16 to 19%. Yeah, Six, I know. That's a, kind of weird to tax. Okay, what if you have a low margin business? What if you just... You're selling you're selling uh, pieces of plastic and you make a penny each one. You're not gonna. Uh, you wouldn't, I know. It wouldn't work. I know. That's pretty much what they're doing. This is why my ex business went bankrupt because I didn't know about this back then. And apparently, you have to have like a lot of like you can sometimes avoid this, but it's super hard for small businesses. If you're a corporation, it's easier because you can invest in some kind of things, but. Hmm. Yeah, that's what I was asking because on those forms, it will still say that I made 10K at the end of the year, no matter how many expenses I made, right? Yeah, that's tough. Okay, but anyways, like the good thing is like I'm not transferring anything to the country because I'm using the credit card and the debit card to pay for everything that I need Yeah. Well, the next step is as you scale your business and grow more and more to explore second passports and second residencies, citizenships, slide over to Cyprus and become a tax resident there, you know, to look at different options and ideas as you make more money if you're open to leaving Romania so you can avoid these taxes. Well, the cool thing is that I'm going to call in a couple of years to speak about U.S. tax laws because I'm planning on becoming a resident in the near future. So. Oh, cool. I mean, we have good laws here. It's a... you know, you can blow your taxes to a pretty reasonable amount. People like to live here. Okay, cool. Uh, That's 16% on gross is tough. It is, it is, it is tough. And this is why a lot of, so there's like no real huge advantage to being small here. You either start big or you don't really start at all. Start big. Yeah. I don't, it's, I don't. I don't believe that. It doesn't make any sense. This so it's is... mostly the VAT, and you cannot. Oh, the VAT. What's the sales tax? Yeah. Yeah, it's mostly the VAT, and on top of that, you have to pay three percent, which is fixed. And um, there are like five percent dividend tax, but that's like normal if you take dividends. If not, you don't have to pay it. Mm-hmm. The tax will. Okay. 16% if you perform at independent activities. Yep. Okay. I think you can probably, doesn't say you can't take expenses on this, does it? Well, I'm not going to argue with you. You obviously know much more than I do about this. I've just like found something, just checking it out. So, um, yeah, I I'm mean, let me, let me know if you have any other questions or you want to like dive deeper into Romanian tax law. It could be kind of fun on, on another call. <laughs> that would be great actually i mean i'm all, always open to the discussions because i may be wrong sometimes so but i will definitely send you an email probably i can help you with something and yeah sure thanks a lot for this call and for the channel again it's amazing hey well oh, yeah one last question actually sorry if i want you to do my taxes when should i email you or call you 
in Jan January, December, you know, we can do it or as early as you want. Okay, January, December, perfect. Like February, March, April, whenever. I'm gonna be more aggressive. Uh, my my uh, my course, uh, I got a lot of good feedback, so I'm gonna promote that more next year as long as the laws don't change, if they still require the forms. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Well, thanks for the call, Remus. I have another guy who's gonna jump on here supposedly in like a couple of minutes. So uh, it's great meeting you. Thanks Pleasure for watching the channel. You. Oh, no worries. I'll, I like everything. <laughs> have a good, an amazing day. Bye. Thanks. Bye. So that was a great call. Remus, super nice guy from Romania with his service business. And uh, sorry, I turned off the light in the middle of the call. It was killing my eyes. Uh, yeah, he has a good business. Tax Romania are interesting. He's doing it all right. A uh, good takeaway, again, from that is that you can have people deliver your mail, but it doesn't mean that it's going to pass as a physical mailing address with Google, with banks, with anyone. So it's kind of, that can be tricky. So I hope you enjoyed the call. Comment if you have a question, and we'll try and get back to you. They're probably going to tell you to email me. Uh, so you can schedule a call in the links in the description below. And there's more stuff in the links in the description below. Thanks for watching. Subscribe, like, and I'll see you in the next call.